The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We keep our focus now uh, on the UK because, as I said, Rishi Sunak is the new Prime Minister. Here's the moment a little bit earlier today when Sir Graham Brady, the chairman of the 1922 committee, made the announcement. As returning officer in the leadership election, I can confirm uh, that we have received one valid nomination. Rishi Sunak is therefore elected as leader of the Conservative Party. Yes, leader of the Conservative Party and then a short time later, uh, Prime Minister, effective Prime Minister from that moment uh, onwards. Uh, Ian Dale is with me now, the author, broadcaster and political commentator. Ian, you're very welcome to the show. Um, A simple question to start. Will Rishi Sunak bring political stability to the Conservative Party and economic stability to the UK? Well, if he can't, frankly, no one can. Um, I I tweeted after the announcement, the adults are back in the room and it's about time. Um, I actually wanted Penny Morden to uh, win, but I'm quite happy with Rishi Sunak. I think he's a, a calming influence. Um, he led us, led the economy through the pandemic as Chancellor of the Exchequer. And I think he will turn out to be exactly what not just the Conservative Party needs, but the country needs for for at least the next two years. But I have to say, given the state of the polls, probably only the next two years. To what extent would you agree with uh, your colleague in LBC, Lewis Goodall, who was with me last week, and you might have heard a little bit of him uh, there when he suggested there's a few score uh, Tory MPs in the backbenches who, quite frankly, hate Rishi Sunak's guts, and he will need them to take a breath, step back from the precipice and row in the same direction as the new Prime Minister if he is to I, be a success. I think Lewis was guilty of indulging a bit of hyperbole. There. <laughs> um, I don't... Look, Rishi Sunak is a transparently nice person. To talk about MPs hating his guts, I think, goes a little bit far. Yes, there are some Boris Johnson supporters who blame him for the fact that Boris Johnson was brought down. But the person to blame for Boris Johnson being brought down is actually Boris Johnson. And m- most sensible people recognise that. You're never going to get um, any political leader have a 100 percent support in their political party you don't in ireland we don't in britain either so uh, look he got over 200 mps nominating him that some, something like between 55 and 65 percent of the parliamentary party that that's almost unprecedented so he he stands he starts off with a huge amount of support mm. i think he starts off with a lot of goodwill even from some of his political opponents because if it, look if he's successful uh, if he if he gets us out of these economic difficulties, everyone benefits, not just conservatives. What what are his key challenges then over the next few days? Well, he's got to form his government, and and so far he hasn't guaranteed that Jeremy Hunt, the new Chancellor, will remain in that position. Um, I would have thought he would. But apparently Jeremy Hunt reached out to him during the leadership campaign because he wanted to brief him on what he was planning to do in this budget on Halloween. Um, And Rishi Sunak didn't return his call. So it may be that he's going to replace Jeremy Hunt, possibly with Mel Stride, who was his number three in the Treasury when he was Chancellor and is now chair of the Treasury Select Committee. Mm. I think that would be an unwise move because Jeremy Hunt has been very successful in calming the markets after those awful few days after the mini budget. So I think that would be... um, what Sir Humphrey and yes, Prime Minister might call a courageous decision if we move Jeremy Hunt. Well, what do you suspect would be the lines of attack now from the opposition benches? 
Well, the main line of attack is we need a general election. And I can understand why they say that, but there is no constitutional imperative for a general election, mm. even though this is going to be the third prime minister in three months. We don't have a presidential system in the United Kingdom. We have a parliamentary democracy. And uh, I mean, th- those calls may become very difficult to resist in time, but uh, any conservative prime minister who called an election now would be barking mad. Uh, to, to what extent then uh, might the statement issued by Boris Johnson last night give Rishi Sunak pause? You know, the, the, the suggestion reading between the lines that this is merely a delayed return. Well, uh, you can read all sorts of things into different statements. I'm sure at some point Boris Johnson would like to return as prime minister. There'll be many. I mean, we ha- we now have seven living ex prime ministers. Do you know, I mean, the most ever in our 300 years of having prime ministers, the most ever. I mean, I think sometimes they do hanker for a return. It's happened in your country. I remember when I was sort of growing up politically, it was sort of like one year it would be Charles Hockey and the next minute it would be Garrett Fitzgerald. So it's not unprecedented for prime ministers to return. I don't think Boris Johnson will return anytime soon because if the Tories lose the next election, he is not somebody who would be an ideal leader of the opposition where you really have to put in the hard graft. And that's not something Boris Johnson is uh, completely well known for. So, I mean, I, I don't actually see him ever coming back, to be honest. I think he's become such a divisive figure through mm. through his own efforts really and um i just don't think it'll ever happen maybe it's a kind of a mordant observation but as soon as you said seven living former prime ministers i immediately thought well if one of them dies there's six there to carry the coffin wouldn't that be wouldn't that be a sight um (laughs) what what a terrible thought (laughs) shows you how the inside of your mind works yeah i know i'm betraying a little about myself there uh maybe ian um i obviously all these economic woes that have been inflicted uh on the country for different reasons and uh most recently because of quasi quartang's budget and the crashing of the pound uh, they're obviously pressing and they need to be dealt with and addressed by whoever happens to be Chancellor whether it's Jeremy Hunt or somebody else bubbling away in the background though uh, is Brexit and trade deals with Europe and other countries and Northern Ireland and the protocol do we know Rishi Sunak's policies or principles when it comes to the North and the protocol well um, I I think the discussions on the protocol were already moving in a positive direction, even under Liz Truss. So my expectation would be that whoever he appoints as foreign secretary may keep James cleverly. I somehow doubt it. It may well be Penny Mordaunt, who's foreign secretary. Um, I think that those discussions will um, become rather more speedy. And I, without giving away too much, uh, shall we say that he was never in favour of the hardline policy that was pursued um, in earlier discussions. Um, I'm being quite cryptic there, but I I think everybody on the island of Ireland should be very encouraged by the approach that Rishi Sunak will take to the protocol. Mm, everybody, uh, when, when somebody says that, I immediately think everybody but the DUP, that's usually what that means. Well, frankly, there are some times where you, you're never going to please everybody um, and I, my suspicion is that whatever Rishi Sunak decides to do probably won't please the DUP. But let's face it, have the DUP ever been pleased about anything? <laughs> no, that is, a, that is a, a question well worth asking. Um, so, I mean, I take it then, 
it kind of uh, to kind of sum it up are we entering into or is certainly the the hope from your point of view and your fellow countrymen and countrywomen's point of view is that what we're entering into a period of maybe kind of Pax Britannia well I think it's going to be a very different feel to this government I think that, that he has already talked about to Conservative MPs this afternoon having a government of all the talents and and Prime Ministers always say that and then very rarely deliver it. They just appoint their own supporters. I would be really disappointed if this was a government full of Rishi Sunak's own supporters. I mean, obviously, there's going to be the majority of them. Why wouldn't there be? But I I really think that people like Jacob Rees-Mogg, the business secretary, I think people like that, their their time has come and gone. And I think he will appoint people who are going to be much more conciliatory, not constantly looking for arguments, not constantly looking for political dividing lines. Um, I suspect he'll appoint a Home Secretary who will be shall we say, have a rather different approach to sending people to Rwanda, at least I hope he does. Um, And it it will be within a few days, I think we will think, wow, this is really different. All right. It'll be interesting to watch it all play out. Ian, pleasure as always. And thanks many for taking the time to chat to us. Ian Dale, the author, the political commentator and the broadcaster. 53106, the text number, if you want to get in touch. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.